Hello, I'm Kristen Perisonotto. And I'm Hannah Ferguson, and we're co-founders of Cheek Media Co. This is the Weekly Cheek Podcast. Also, when you said that, I was like, it could be me. <laughs> yes, you right. think the same. <laughs> I was like, what if it's me? And first of all, I love Twilight. And you're going to freak out. <laughs> well, I want to live to 100. Don't know why. Queen's letter. She'll definitely be dead. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's weird. (laughs) To the weekly chick. (laughs) I'm Kristen. Are we really going to say our names? (laughs) No. I just wanted to see who you were doing again. (laughs) Good. I'm not, I refuse to be oppressed. Um, And today we're going to be talking about whether it is our ethical responsibility to live as long as possible. Someone at work called me Hanald the other day. (laughs) Like Arnold. They thought my name was Harold. And then they said, sorry, could you say that again? I said Hannah. And then they got Hanold. Sorry. <laughs> Let's keep going. It, yes. I just wanted to drop that. That's weird. It's it's weird because it doesn't sound like Hanold. Not even Harold. Also, Hanold's not a name. Sorry. No, it's not. no offense if your name <laughs> is Hanold. Actually, if your name is Hanold, H-A-N-O-L-D. <laughs> Send us a DM on Instagram and I will publicly apologise. That's like my ship name with Gary Oldman. Han Old. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really pathetic joke. That's um, I liked it. Sorry, okay. Back to it. So we started talking about this topic with the voluntary assisted dying legislation that's coming up, which I will be shortening to VAD, the VAD legislation, um, which is access to... To, for very specific groups of people who are living with unbearable pain and only have six to 12 months to live depending on their condition and are of sound mind and they will have the option to take medication that will allow them to die peacefully. Mm. So that's where our kind of conversation started. Um, side note, call to action. So the um, most of the Labor Party are for this. This is Queensland legislation. So if you live in Queensland and you are interested in letting your MP know your stance on VAD, legislating VAD, which you should be, because, um, I mean, to me it's, you know, are you pro-choice? If yes, then you should be pro And it's something like 77% of Of the public. Yeah, that support voluntary assisted dying or VAD. Or VAD, yeah. Um, So call your MP, call your state MP and tell them your position because they will be exercising a conscience vote mid-September and their vote should be influenced by their constituents. And realistically, it's the people that are most polarising that usually call their MP. So I think it's good to get a really solid reflection of public perception and um, interest in either side. Exactly. Um, It's quite easy to register your interest. I was just going to say, I did it very quickly. So I just found my um, MP's office. You can find your lecture online. Um, I just called them. And I said that I was wondering what my MP's position on VAD was. Um, and the staffer told me that he hadn't decided he was going to read the legislation and that he would be guided by the legislation. And then she said, would you like to register your support for VAD? And I said, yes, I would. And then she took my full name and that was done. So you, all you can do is just call your MP and say, I'd like to register my support for passing the VAD legislation. Mm. Done, like, honestly, one to two minutes. It's easier to make that phone call than to book a table exactly. at a restaurant and call a random. Like, that's exactly. so more do, straightforward. So do that, please. Um, also, I think that's more easier and more effective than email a lot of the time. 
Or sharing an Instagram story. Exactly. So instead of sharing, I don't want to see anyone sharing Says Instagram me, stories. Says professional. If you haven't <laughs> called your MP today. Expert Instagram story sharer, Hannah. Please, so delete your Instagram stories. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're also going to call. Exactly. <laughs> Five minute window. Well, actually, the, one of the things that I was reading about was this really, really famous article by a bioethicist who says, I want to die at 75. Okay. And he's talking about, like, by 75, in terms of the things that you want to do in your life and what you can achieve and the, at the current sort of biological state of deterioration, like, 75 is key. Mm-hmm. And obviously this article had so much – it received so much attention. Mm-hmm. Um, there was all these people saying, you know, like, I'm 95 and I've lived a really good life the past 20 years and blah, blah, blah. And obviously it's really – a quite a controversial piece mm-hmm. um, and it got a heap of attention. I think it was published in the Atlantic or something like the Washington post. It was something massive and this was a few years ago and it's something that's drawn a lot of attention and criticism since. And a lot of what the New York times has been recently writing about and publishing is like, how do we get to 200? And it was really interesting as well. Cause I read this ethical essay today, um, which said that the person, we don't know how old the first person that lives to 150 is now mm-hmm. like we don't know how old they are and we don't know how old the first person who's going to live to a thousand is now but oh what God. we do know and this is really weird is that the person that's going to live to 1000 is at least 20 years younger than the person who will live to 150 wow i it don't could be only 20 years yes that's crazy. That's a. I don't. When I read that, I sat there in shock, thinking scientifically, I'm missing something. I don't know. Also, when you said that, I was like, it could be me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> did right. you think that? Yeah, same. <laughs> I was like, what if it's me? Well, what are we at now? Like the oldest person. I thought you were saying what? Oh, well, I'm 27. <laughs> <laughs> Just so we know, let's disguise our ages. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's episode. what you meant. Yeah. I think that the first person to live to 150 is older than us. Now. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Because I think we're up. What are we? The oldest person on record, like in there, they were 120 something, weren't they? Yeah. So I think we're close. Yeah. But something that I thought was really interesting about this ethical essay was um, this idea that in developed countries, we are looking at combating uh, the biggest diseases that affect old people, which is a lot of the time cancer or heart diseases or, you know, very particular diseases that wipe out a lot of the aging population. Whereas. In developing countries, literally combating things like malaria, diarrhea, like basic gastro issues is the key mm-hmm. to having a, like an aging population because that's the difference between 30 years yeah. in terms of average lifespan. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's funny and, because... And in these countries, some, the life expectancy in some places are like still in the 40s. Yeah. yeah. And that's the difference is like... in And, and one of the statements in the essay was, um, if... You know, we're focusing on curing cancer, but if we cure cancer, who's to say there won't be a disease that doesn't wipe out an elderly person three to nine years later in their life? Like, mm-hmm. we may only be um, fixing one problem to face a new issue Yeah, that we may not even have scoped yet. Right. So, like... Um you know, we're lengthening their life only to have them hit with another disease. Yeah. So would the the better option be to fix aging as a more holistic crisis worldwide to then look at. So like what, what if developed countries actually focused on developing countries okay. and fundamentally increasing life expectancy universally mm-hmm. and then, which is interesting. Cause I think like it's really uh, awful that we're not doing that now. Yeah. 
But I understand that the focus in developed countries is a thing that's affecting developed countries. Yes. Like yes. that's what we care about in the immediate. That's what we get funding for. You know, that's, yeah. that's the things because. Well, either you look at it and this is probably like a bit um, gruesome, like at least we are living to the time where we do get those types of diseases. Yes. Whereas like in, you know, developing nations, you like can get, like you said, wiped out by bad, bad diarrhea. Yeah. And it's. Interesting because what we're looking at is extending the lifespan of people that are 80 or 90 or 100 Mm -hmm. instead of looking at how we expand the longevity of, like, the process of adolescence and, like, what about slowing down the aging process as opposed to saving the life of an elderly person? Mm -hmm. Like, how do we look at, you know, extending the health of someone in their 40s and 50s Mm -hmm. instead of ensuring that a 90-year-old continues surviving? Yeah, right. Because I guess at most of the time, and I know like my um, grandpa who passed away a couple of years ago from non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, at the end, he like had this chemo that, first of all, he was allergic to it, so that's not ideal, but it made his life so much worse. And, you know, he, I, I wonder, and I know there are a lot of people who have said this, older people have said, I don't want the chemo because I just want to like thrive for three years instead of just like having this drawn out because I think that for me, I would see it as like a, like it took me five years to die Yeah. instead of just like, you know, maybe kind of deteriorating really quickly, which I would prefer to do. I guess it depends. I mean, like if, if someone said to you that you could be immortal tomorrow, would you, would you choose that? No, because when you said that the first person who lives to a thousand is a lot, is like 20 years younger, blah, blah. I, and I thought it wasn't me. I actually thought like a thousand years, Jesus Christ. Really? See, I would jump at it. Really? If someone told me that I could be the only person that was immortal, like I'd do it. Oh, I just feel like I would just get a bit bored. That's crazy. See, so many people say that to me. I've had this chat with a lot of people because I like the question about immortality and would you choose it? And first of all, I love Twilight. And you were going to bring it up. <laughs> I was like, how long is it going to be until Hannah brings up to But me? I really... But they're but they're immortal with their family or like their you know you know self chosen family whatever. No offense, I don't care. You don't care that your everyone you know will die. Oh, but you love meeting new people. You love meeting new people. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh no, I can't wait you for my like humanity. To, I wait for my friends to die so I can get more friends. Of course, I'd miss my friends. friends. I'm working on the assumption that I'm not the only person that's going to be immortal. Like I'm the first person maybe, but I'm not the only person. Like, mm. obviously, like, maybe I'm the, tomorrow they're like, give me my immortality card, but there's at least a few more available to a couple of my friends by the time I'm, like, we're about to die, right? Okay. But I guess, like, and I don't want this to become into a Twilight thing. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no it's it won't. okay. The first person who lives till a thousand, like, when does their aging really kick in? Like, when do things start getting harder for them, you know, physically? That's my example. primary concern, too, because I wouldn't mm. want to be immortal in um, a frail state. Exactly. Well, if you look at, like, the scope of life, and I'm not going to do the actual maths, but say that, you know, someone is not living their best life from, like, 80 to 95 when they eventually die if you then expand that to a life expectancy of a thousand, that's a really long time that you would be in that frail state. Like it's not, you know, just 15 years, it could be decade. Because if you were, <laughs> if you were actually allowed to be immortal, like when do you start it? Well, um, I think that's getting a bit too theoretical. Like the thing is I would be, ha- like say if my, I would ideally, I would happily, the most frail I'd want to be is like 
Oh, I don't want to offend old people. The most frail I'd want to be is like 70. We're in your body? Yeah. Hmm. If you said How to me, I can be immortal at the age of like starting at 60, but I have to be 60 forever, I'd be happy with that. Okay. Because I think that you're still fit and able. But it depends on the person. I know. Well, I guess maybe instead of an age, you should say, I w- you'd like, how would you f- like to feel physically? Yeah. I mean, I'd just like to be able to travel mm-hmm. and, I mean, do basic things. Like, okay. I think... Just be fully independent, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Well, what about having things like, you know, some type of, you know, arthritis? Well, it's just pain, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, some it's type obviously... Of pain. Ongoing chronic pain. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people live with chronic pain. I mean, it's mm. awful. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd choose life. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't have chronic pain. Yeah. I think it's hard to conceptualize what it might be like. Yeah. Because if I like, like I, I'm so old. I literally threw my back out picking up a flower pot because I picked it up very stupidly and my back like kind of hurt for three days and I was like, I can't handle this. Like I can't imagine. But I love life. Yeah. The opportunity, like how could you pass that up to see what it's like? Right. Like see the evolution of. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, I guess. See, in theory, but I just feel like in reality, I'd be like, oh my God, I've been been kicking for 700 years. Like you would start to forget your own life. Yeah, but your life is still going. So much has happened. People would be asking you for advice. Would they? No. Because think about it, I never ask old people for advice. Yeah, exactly. But And see, the thing is like women, like the whole thing is like women become invisible after menopause. Like, Beautiful. would people even think about you after that time? It's, it's not really about that, though. I'd if like just... to watch. Yeah, but you would be ignored. But I'd just be watching. Yeah, but what about, like, every doctor that you'd go to would just be like, oh, another old person. Well, that's my thing is, like, what if I was the only immortal person, bit of a treasure? Not yeah. the only immortal person. Boring. Boring. But also, it's not even about the boring. Like, have you thought about, like, there's a, that's a huge population crisis waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. But also, like, so say there's 8 billion people on Earth right now and we live to, what is it, 78? Mm-hmm. Would you rather that? Or we have a smaller population that lives longer. So we have half the population that lives to 150. Half the population living to 150. Right. It's probably the same impact. But do you think... Do you think... Well, I think it's just you're depend. You're really just getting into the nitty gritty of like who contributes more. But I guess it's then even though people are living longer and create like putting more impact in, on the planet, mm. it means that at any given time there can only be a certain amount of cars emitting yeah true. carbon monoxide. True, but I think it was then we have this question of like oh well we're like we're limiting people's choice to have children and things like it gets into this whole oh yeah i don't i don't think that's ethical at all no but then it's a question of like oh well it's better to limit it before they get yeah i don't want to get into that um but yeah it's interesting because it's like i think it depends on the state but when we're trying to work out it like in terms of the support of the system if we're Mm -hmm. having an aging population that can then extend to 150 you're literally going to be in a frail or fragile state Mm -hmm. for half your life if aging occurs in the same way and we're just extending the lifespan so can we support an aging population no i don't think so Mm, good debate (laughs) full stop that's it (laughs) because i was reading or listening to a podcast yeah i think it was from the daily talking about the kind of 
crisis that we are having with even like like boomers being the biggest population like mm-hmm. there's the mo- most of them um and particularly in small if they were specifically talking about in the u.s but i'm sure it's applicable here as well particularly in small towns you've got your gen z's millennials even some gen x's moving away from these towns and the older people who either don't want to move away or are not able to they're not mobile enough uh aren't being able to be supported because there's not enough support staff there because the support staff have to be younger and, yeah. you know, able to, you know, carry out those kinds of duties and they're just not there. So what do those, like, who is there to assist those aging people? Yeah. And then we have the retirement age would have to move. Economy. Yeah. We'd because we have to have people working to a hundred, but they wouldn't be able to. Exactly. Cause we would have to be, we do like, you know, a portion of our taxpayer money goes to age pension and how if there were more people claiming the pension than there were injecting money in, then I don't think that our economy could support that. And even like Medicare, healthcare, um, you know, aged services, it just, I don't think it would be possible because I think you need to have a greater portion of the population working yeah. than who are not working. What age ideally would you live to? 110. Like right now you'd say that? Yeah. Interesting. Why? Well, I want to live to 100. I don't know why. Queen's letter? She'll definitely be dead. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lizzie? Um, I don't think we'll have a queen then. No, I don't either, but it's. I just wanted to say it. Throw it in there. Is that the reason? Yes. No. I want to live to 90 so I can get the Prime Minister's letter and then burn it. Well, who, Depending it might be, on who it I is. don't think it'll be... Scott Morrison. Plot Morrison. <laughs> Squat. Have you seen that with the Q? Because no. <laughs> of QAnon. Squat. Squat yes, Morris. literally the funniest thing I've ever seen on Twitter. Um, <laughs> well, it's because I want to live to 100 because I think, because I do very much enjoy life and I want to like live oh my. a long time. And also... Do you like people? <laughs> no, I said life. <laughs> and I also think that I'm, I mean, you know, you never really know, but I feel like I live a fairly healthy lifestyle. For you some do. reason, I feel like I'm owed at least a hundred, oh. but I don't just want to be like, Oh, I made it a hundred. I'm going to die now. I just need the extra decade. So it's like, she really made it. She didn't just make it. She didn't just. Yeah. But also like if I was, I, I see people living to a hundred now. So I'm like, by the time I get there, like 110 is very doable. I feel. Yep. yep. My great grandma lived till 90. So I feel like a hundred. That's like, I've got all four grandparents. Really? Which is rare, I think, but it's probably getting more common. Yeah. Um, it's weird when uh, I was, I remember growing up multiple occasions, my mum said like, oh, your generation will be the last to die. And I was like, what are in- I don't know what I want to say on that. <laughs> <laughs> Quite interesting, mother. The last to die. <laughs> or maybe she said my generation, like her generation will be the last to die. So she would outlive us, is she saying? No, no, no. She's saying we'd live forever. Oh, the last people to experience death. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that just sounds so exhausting to me. I get what you mean. I was like, what are you talking about when you responded to my quote? And I had to repeat myself. I had to say, you mean like they'll outlive us, yeah. the last to die. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? No, no, no. Yeah. I just, ugh. like, I don't, I don't really want to retire. So I'm going to have to, if I live. You may at to... 65. But even if I do retire from, you know, a like typical job, I'll be doing other stuff still. Yes. You but have then, a full life. Exactly. But then imagine... And again, like, let's assume that if we're living to a, a thousand, we have to retire at like, I don't know. Cause if we're going to say like how, 
aging works now. Say if we still are only, because by the time we get there, the retirement age is going to be like 80. So say we work till 80. And then it's like, what do you do? Is it really going to be? It will, won't it? I feel like it will. But we'll probably be in better a better state. Yeah. But like, but what will I do then? Like, why would I just want to keep living? It's almost selfish. I, I don't think living is selfish. But what will I be contributing? But not, we don't have... You don't have to contribute. I think we have to contribute to other lives. Like, I, I'm happy just to be friends. Yeah, but I'll be a, like, I would feel like such a burden on the economy Doesn't if I'm just like living. Capitalism if you're like, what am I contributing to the economy? But the economy is going to be there, I believe. Yes, but the thing is, is it like, why would you frame whether you're allowed to live on that? But what, 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 I don't know what else I would be providing happiness because like when i and i think this is and i don't want it to seem like i don't think that older people contribute i think from my personal view i will at that point just be like i'm chilling now yeah but i i think the thing is is that we've worked all our lives to have that time yeah but do you need do you need like centuries of it we're going to be spending decades working giving contributing true have you seen this five and two split we do in the seven day week. It's aw- awful. I do four and three. Sorry. <laughs> Five and two is evil. And I think sometimes, what if I don't even make it to retirement? Yeah, that is quite horrible. Instead, imagine. I'm just angry. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. Like, you're I, not going to be very good at being retired either. No, but I'll find other things to do. I would love for, to volunteer. For how long can you do that though? Decades. I, I, when I die at 110, I want it to be like, oh, well, hopefully that is legislated if I am ill, but I just want it to be like, I'm done now. I'm ready to peacefully exit the world. Goodbye, I, everyone. I do not Thank think you for I my would life. volunteer to die unless I was, I had a terminal illness. Well, well, under the VAT legislation, you can't unless you have a terminal illness. But I just think that like, I just, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I will just be done. God, this is depressing. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even see it as a, I feel like it's peaceful. I know, but like, I just love, like, sometimes I'm sitting in the car and I'm like, I won't have it one day. And I get upset. Yeah, but you're 22 now. We're in our 20s. I know, but I think about it. I think about how excited I am to wake up every day. But that's, that's really nice. But don't you think there'll be a point where you're like, I hope not. I have finished being excited. I don't think it's so. almost I'm like so passing excited. the torch. It's like no. other people can be excited now. I'm excited. Yeah. Other people are always going to be excited. Why can't I be excited? I'm selfish. I want <laughs> to wake up. You said before it, you questioned me for saying it's selfish to live on forever. Fuck. Mm. I want to be immortal. Of course I don't want to die, Kristen. I want to be immortal. Yeah, but we're talking about when we're old, not like tomorrow. I think it's hard because I'm not old and I haven't experienced being old and how it feels. Yeah, that's what I think too. And I feel like once, you know, when your body starts, because for me, because I am quite active, when my body starts to give up on me, it's going to be really rough. Like I think that's going to be a very hard time for my in for me in my life. Oh, I don't like it. I just really don't like it. And by the time I'm 110, with at the rate we're going, I will have had to endure that for like 30 years. My body, like, just I would feel like it's not mine. I know what you mean. It's just not computing. It's not. And again, some people our age have this experience, so it must sound so, so insensitive to people that... Yeah. 
But the thing is, it's like, I really enjoy the capacity I have mm-hmm. and I just want, like, I find it really difficult to be present in that. Like often yeah. I'm just like, that's why sometimes I just go off and think one day it won't be like this. And sometimes I really try to remind myself of that so I can just be like really satisfied, which I struggle with is being satisfied and like considering like in what position I'm in right now mm-hmm. and just being really present with it. Yeah. And that's why I have to be like one day. That's why I'm like, if I was given an immortality card, I think it'd be rude not to take it. Because someone else would just like want it so bad. But well, the thing is, if I was offered one, it wouldn't be that I would say, no, no, someone else should take it. I would think like, should we really be being immortal? Like, really? <laughs> like, cut that card off. <laughs> that would be my approach. It wouldn't be like, no, give it to someone who will pre. Give it to Hannah. She wants to live forever. It, I would just be like, we shouldn't have really. These yeah. If there's only one, we no, we shouldn't have them at all. What business do we have living forever? Wow, this is such a strong opinion. I, don't... I didn't even know it was there, but as soon as you started talking, I was like, I don't think we should be living forever. And I know, like, I what you said, just, see... I just wanted to mention, like, on your, you know, you said this is quite insensitive. We are talking about, like, the period at the end of your life, yeah. like, when you are, when people are, you know, dying, when they have lived, like, the fullest and most, most healthy life. I just don't, I don't know, like, why I'm, like, I'll be done. I think. I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. I'm having a nice time. Yeah, but you still have like, like say, if what if you live I don't know, for another hundred years? I'm not sure it'll ever be enough. Because you haven't seen enough or done enough? Probably. But I'm not sure that I'll ever have seen enough or done enough. Yeah, but when you're 110, you're going to be like, I'm going to go to Mexico. <laughs> if I can, if I'm healthy. Okay. Well, I guess this almost brings us like full circle. Yeah. We don't know what our health will be like at that time. Yeah. Um, because for, like now when we think of like a person who has lived a very long time, they are a hundred, but you know, by the time we get to a hundred, it might be like, well, people are still kicking until they're one fifty. So we're still sprightly young chickens. I hope they figure it out before we get old, like how to extend our lives. Cause I want like, what if, say, we're 90 and they're like, we've done it, and then we get our lives extended, but we're old? Whereas, like, people, like, mm. we could, if they do it now, yeah. it looks different for us. Yeah. If they said now, like, you can take this pill and live till 150 years old, I would take that, but not infinity years old. What about 300? Oh, God, that just seems like so long. <laughs> but what if you were, like, as fit as, like, a 40-year-old? Until I'm 300. Yes. And then I just die. Uh, then you age. Okay. Mm, I like that. What if it's proportional aging? But then it's a long time in your working life. I feel like, what are you getting You're out the of one that who just then? said you'd be bored. If yeah, you yeah, but, yeah, but. Oh, I hate doing nothing but, and enjoying but, but, myself. But. If I may. Um, if you're living for 300, until you're 300 and yeah. it's proportionate. Then it's like you're a child, like you're in your child years for a much longer time. You're in your young adult years for a much longer time. You're in your working years for a much longer time. Then it's like that's a lot of working, a lot of time to like. The other thing is because we have experienced the way that we live our lives now is with the understanding that we will probably live till, I don't know, somewhere between 80 and 110. So imagine like getting that the news today that's like, actually, you're going to live till 200. How would you feel? So happy. I would feel a bit confused. 
Like, what does this mean? Yeah, because I'm treating my life as if, like, I am one-fifth of the way through it. What if I was only one-tenth of the way through it? Oh, I actually like that. Right? I'm excited now. (laughs) I've done it! (laughs) If you found us just totally relatable and quirky, come back next Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, head to cheekmedia.com.au to tide you over until then. Bye. Goodbye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.